Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Amen. Welcome back. Amen. We've been missing a couple of Mondays, amen, because of, amen, other matters we have to take care of. But we're here back once again. Amen. And we see we have a guest uh, here in the chat room. Amen. And, of course, everybody's welcome uh, to give their name and ministry if they're affiliated with the ministry and Hope others will come on as we progress in this hour. Amen. This is the Bible Enrichment Hour, and it's sponsored by Refreshing Springs Church of Deliverance here in Latin, uh, South Carolina. Amen. Where I am, amen, the senior pastor and founder. Amen. We are in our first series entitled Spiritual Warfare, Terms of Engagement. Amen. Just to recap real quickly, and not going to go into all the lessons. Amen. And then we'll have, uh, well, we're going to go and do our prayer right now. I was waiting for someone to come on, but they're not here. Amen. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start with prayer. Amen. Father God, we come at this time, this hour saying thank you. Thank you for all of what you have done for us on this day. And we're thanking you for what you are doing uh, for tomorrow. And, Lord, we just look to you right now, for you are a good God. We just thank you. And I ask that you uh, bless us on this call tonight. Oh, God, I ask you in the name of your son, Jesus, to speak to us via the Holy Spirit as we speak tonight on uh, words of enrichment to bless those on the call and in the chat room, of course, and even those who will come on later uh, in the hour. Amen. Even those that will come on in the weeks and days to come to listen to past episodes. Father God, we uh, ask that you will bless us richly, O God, and let your word go out, O God, so we can know exactly what you want us to do and how do we need to carry ourselves as your children. And Lord, we just thank you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I was about to recap just for a quickly, a quick uh, recapping here. Amen. Uh, uh, spiritual warfare. Terms of engagement. This has been our past series. Amen. Our past series has been on uh, spiritual warfare, talking about the whole armor. Amen. Whole armor. We make sure we got the whole armor on. We started with lesson one. Are you really in a war? Lesson two. Amen. The topic was uh, identifying the enemy. And then the topic on number three was the girdle of truth. And then uh, the breastplate of righteousness. 
the shoes of the gospel of peace, and the shield of faith, which we are talking about tonight, the shield of faith tonight, and then the helmet of salvation, and then the sword of the spirit, and then praying always with all prayers. And that would conclude the uh, uh, series on spiritual warfare, terms of engagement. Amen. Following this series, amen, we will go into a series uh, um, on uh, fruit of the Spirit. We'll talk about each fruit. That's part of the, the will be fruit that we should bear and we should show. Amen. We're going to cover a whole lot of things, amen, before it's all over. Amen. Should the Lord, the delay is coming. Amen. It's the time that of uh, impartation that we get the word of God in us richly so we know how to fight this good fight of faith. Amen? Amen. So, as we begin our study tonight, amen, I am going to take my, go very slowly, amen. Amen. I sometimes want to kind of run on and just, uh, amen, just start uh, whizzing right through. But I'm going to take the time tonight. Amen. If you don't get finished, well, we'll pick up next time. Amen. I'm not going to try to cover this all in one night. Amen. Sometimes I do get ahead of myself and want to try to do that. Amen. Amen. Well, here we go. Amen. Lesson six tonight. The shield of faith. The shield of faith. Amen. In this lesson, we will discover the priority of faith, the priority of faith. Amen. Underline that, the priority of faith in spiritual warfare. Our lesson text is found in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and the 16th verse. Ephesians 16 and Excuse me, Ephesians 6 and 16, that is. Amen. Ephesians 6, chapter 16, verse. All right. And uh, let me illustrate uh, our outline. We're going to follow this outline tonight. I'm going to try to stay on track. Amen. Whether one is a soldier, athlete, carpenter, or shopman, Various pieces of equipment are critical to accomplishing one mission. And that is true of the believers engaged in spiritual warfare. Of all the elements of the armor of God, faith is the most fundamental and important. Faith is the most fundamental and important, the shield of faith, my God. Uh, talking about the armor of God, uh, being a military man myself, I know what it means to be uh, clothed in the whole armor, getting ready for battle, should we have to go into battle. Not a time to get ready, you got to be ready. Amen. Because you don't know what you're going to face. Amen. 
especially in combat. If you're out there fighting the enemy, uh, you got that's not no time to uh, be getting ready and learning how to shoot and all of that. You do that the basic training. Boot camp. Amen. Maybe I should have called this boot camp. Amen. <laughs> well, uh, there are six things we're going to learn tonight about our faith. I call them the six P words. The six P words. Number one, the priority of the shield of faith. Number two, the purpose of the shield of faith. Number three, the potential of the shield of faith. Number four, the protection of the shield of faith. Number five, the possession of the shield of faith. Number six, the principles of the shield of faith. And under that you can put A, focus on the source of your faith. And B, Fortify the strength of your faith. That's the lesson tonight. Amen. That's the lesson tonight. You can go back in and listen to that. Once we conclude tonight and it gets time to format and put it up there so you can go back and listen to it. You can get it all over. So I'm going to save time tonight by not repeating a lot of things. Amen. If I can. All right. You said priority, the priority of the shield of faith. The priority. Now let me go again, repeat myself. See like how quick I did that? Well, Paul places a priority on faith by saying, above all, taking the shield of faith. Verse 16. Yeah, verse 16, 8. So read the whole verse. I don't believe breaking verses up. Faith is the key part of our spiritual armor against faith, then. Amen. Sometimes we're going to have to say, repeat some things now. So, all right now, we've got to understand it. Amen. Ahab was a king in the Old Testament who went out to do battle against the Assyrians. He was wearing body armor but an arrow shot at random by the Assyrian soldier struck the king of Israel between the joints of his armor, and he died. 
and include not only every kind of temptation to ungodly behavior, every kind of doubt, and every kind of despair, but also external assaults like persecution and false teaching. You ain't getting no false teaching tonight. Mm-hmm. You're getting the real stuff here. But, but, but do you see a critical point here? This is the shield of faith, which by design is interlocked with the soldier next to you. This is the shield of faith utilized in the community, the community of faith. You ever see them soldiers back in the day, the Roman soldiers, and when they went out, each man had his shield, but they would come together to form a human shield. And each man's shield interlocked with the man on his left and the man on his right. Oh, yeah, big Jesus. But no, uh, I ain't getting next to him. I ain't going to get next to her and all this kind of foolishness that we got going on today. I won't be next to him. No, you're a soldier. We're soldiers in the army of the Lord. It's time we put on our shield of faith, first of all, get the whole armor on and take up the shield, got our shield of faith. And let us link together as brothers and sisters in Christ that nobody be able to break the link, break the defense. So we stand some strong. We're strong in numbers. Amen. They want to tear them down. But guess what? He ain't trying to tear us down. They ain't got, he ain't mad at us. He mad at God. If he can get us doubting God, happy is he. He want to put God, the more time, the more he can get us to take down, the more discredit he bring God. He says, see, there's another one. Oh, let me move on here. Oh, my God. Whew. My God. I would say in a small group, and we are a small group. We are a small group. We are linked. We are linking our shields together to protect ourselves from the enemy. See how important it is? I get rid of it. I won't be next to this one. I won't be next to that one. We got to come together. Amen. We got to come together. To protect ourselves from the enemy. In our spiritual battle, as it is true in any combat environment, there's no room for long rangers. There's no room for long rangers. No. You're treading on the desertion. You, you, you're getting ready to go to the breeze. 
If you expect to be protected, you've got to sit with a group. You've got to march with a unit. And you've got to live like a family. The family of God. God do not have no dysfunctional family. Period. I'm going to talk down. Listen, faith, watch this, watch this. Faith protects us individually, and it protects us as a community of followers of Jesus. Wow. Now I got, I'm going to repeat that one again now. So, Faith, y'all writing this down. Faith protects us individually and it protects us as a community of followers of Jesus. The more of us who have our faith linked Together with others, the stronger our defenses will be, individually and corporately. Look at God. Can't you see? Hmm. And move on a little bit further. And move on. And move on a little bit further. I say this. I say this now. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to really feel this thing. All right, let's move on. The potential of the shield of faith. The potential of the shield of faith. If I believe in the divine inspiration of scripture, and I do, and I do, one more time, and I do, then I have to take note of even the smallest words in text, such as, quote, all, unquote, three-letter words. A-L-L, all, in verse 16. Sometimes we miss these little, these little words. They contain the whole passage context. Paul doesn't say we can quench some of the fiery darts of the enemy, but he does say all his fiery darts. I mean, leaving nothing out. We can do this. We can do this. We're able to quench all of the fiery darts of the enemy in Greek and in English. All means all. <laughs> Thought I would come with some. <laughs> <It> means... <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. 
modern world, armies armies would be clamoring for a defensive weapon that was able to neutralize all the bullets and bombs of the enemy. Amen. But that's what all means, a powerful notion when it comes to spiritual warfare. There's not an attack from Satan you can imagine that cannot be neutralized by faith. Say it, Mitchell. Say it, God. But remember, Satan's goal, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it right now, Satan's goal is to discredit God. Can't you get that? ain't about you. You think about you. Satan's, oh, my God, Satan's job is to discredit God. Having faith doesn't mean that we will never experience hardship. Having faith doesn't mean that we will never experience hardship. But it will mean, as seen in Job's life, that Satan's goal of turning us against God will be defeated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is no exaggeration to say that during earthly life, multiple thousands of deadly blazing arrows are launched at Christian warriors by demons and demon-possessed culture. But the answer is faith. Oh, the Apostle John wrote, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. First John 5 and 4. Why? Why? Because faith binds us in vital, deep union with God. Faith is not just belief. It is belief plus trust. It it It's resting in the person of God and his word to us. Can't you see? Faith is not just faith. It's the object of the person in the faith, Jesus, God, can't you see? Oh, my God. There's more than I got to move on. The protection, protection of the shield of faith in order to understand 
how the shield of faith protects us, we must know the kinds of fiery darts the enemy is firing at us. Logical, yeah. We got to know what kind. The hollow point, dumb, dumb. What, what kind of, what is using? What kind of weapon determines what kind of bullet? Amen. There is no better place to begin than with Satan's first involvement with humanity in the Garden of Eden. All right, we want to know what kind of bullets you're going to use, then you know how to deal with it. There, the first dart, here comes the first dart, dart, Satan fired at Adam and Eve was doubt. Bullet number one, doubt. Arrow, arrow number one, doubt. Fiery dart, doubt. That's the first thing he shot. Doubt, he said. He loaded. He loaded this in his in his in his in his, arse, in his gun, or whatever he was using. Has God indeed said, "You shall not eat of every tree of the garden"? Genesis three and one. That's the first thing he loaded up. And shot doubt. He shot the bullet, the arrow doubt. Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Satan's goal is always to get human beings to doubt the integrity of God. Y'all getting this? All right, he got some more bullets and arrows he uses. So, 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 when Eve answers Satan by quoting what God had said, Satan used his next dart, denial. He ain't talking about the river in Egypt. Denial. You will surely die. You will surely. You will. Oh, you will not surely die. Huh? You will not surely die. Directly contradicting what God has said. Genesis 3 and 4. Notice that he uses doubt to create questions in Eve's mind before coming out with a flat denial of the truth. He, now, now he gets to move in for the kill. He finishes his attack with the dart of what? Deception. Bullet. Arrow number three, deception. For God knows that in the day 
you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Genesis 3 and 5. See? See? Doubt. Denial and deception regarding the words God has spoken and regarding and regarding God's integrity. After all, if God has told us things that aren't true, he can't be a God of integrity. Satan's goal is not necessarily to hurt you physically, although we see Job 1 and 2, but in the process, process, but in the process of your circumstances to cause you to doubt who God is and what he has said, From that perspective, it is easy to see why faith is so important. If we stop believing who God is and what he has said, we have little reason to preserve in the Christian life. We have little reason to persevere in Christian life. Now, we all know about Hebrews 11, don't we? I think we all know about Hebrews 11. It is the great chapter in Scripture on faith. I call it God's Hall of Faith. God's Hall of Faith. Amen. We got the uh, Hall of Fame and football and Basketball, all these great halls, all these great people that have done great things sitting in these great halls. But here we have God's hall of faith. Amen. Everybody that has excelled in the faith of God, where the names of many in the Old Testament who exercise faith are recorded. Who can be found in this hall of faith? Well, one person, Noah. You see, Noah's mentioned because he took God and his word and built an ark to prepare for a flood in a world that had never seen rain. Hebrews 11 and 7. None of us would build a what? A what to what? Noah, no doubt, encountered great criticism from those around him who thought he was foolish. Now, you know they're going to do that. But he believed God. But Noah's shield of faith extinguished those fiery darts because he trusted in God and his promises. Why can't we do that today? Huh? 
Same word. Same God. Why can't we trust God and take God at his word and his promises and stand like Noah did? He ain't the only one who's going to find the minute. Noah could easily have chosen to doubt what God had said, but his faith remained strong. Can your faith remain strong? Can you stand on what you believe in? So they're going to ridicule you. So they're going to laugh at you. So they're going to speak all manner of evil against you. So what? what? So what? Who cares what they say? I'm going to stand for God. Amen. Folks don't have a conviction, let alone a strong conviction. They don't have a weak conviction today. Don't can't stand for nothing. Ain't don't will not stand for nothing. My God, my God. All right, besides Noah, who else we got here? Oh, here comes Abraham. Abraham is mentioned. Hebrews eleven and eight. He would left his he who left his homeland in Mesopotamia, to go to a new land following God's direction. And he went out not knowing where he was going. Now, come on. You're all comfy, comfy in your little house. Everything united in your house. And God speaks to you, tell you this. Rise and go to a place I'm sending you. That's all they're going to tell you, give you no more information. There's a rise and go. You're going to sit there and doubt God. Is that God? You got to come down here. You got to tell me yourself. <laughs> you know how y'all do. Let me move on, ain't He didn't know where he was going. Abraham did not know where he was going. But he did know why. Because he had faith in God's promises. Abraham's wife, Sarah, is recognized for her faith. For ultimately, after initial Disbelief, believing, I ain't gonna mess with that. <laughs> Ooh, I want it so bad. Believing God's promise to give her and Abraham a child in their old age. Hebrews 11 11. Abraham is cited again for his faithful obedience to God when he was instructed to offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice, he was 11 and 17. Abraham could easily have doubted that he heard God clearly. And, ooh, when we don't agree with what God tells us, first thing we thank God. You know, they'll talk to you now. They'll have you get devil to speak to you, get you out there. We want to rest with that. We want to break it down to the breakdown. 
that he heard God clearly and correctly. Kill my son, Lord. Let the sink in. But he chose to walk in faith toward that goal until God himself stepped in to stop the sacrifice. God's going to test you. Put that boy on the altar, had the dagger in his hand, all the way back, coming down for the downstroke. God had a ram in the bush. Well, who else? Who else in this hall of, hall of uh, uh, faith? Moses. Moses is mentioned. Verses 24 to 27. For choosing by faith to identify with his afflicted kinsmen in Egypt rather than spending his life in luxury in the royal household of Pharaoh. I can only imagine the kinds of doubts Moses entertained when he considered giving up his place of wealth and privilege and identifying with his poverty-stricken brethren in the mud pits of Egypt. Mm-mm-mm. And then there was Brother Joshua, Joshua, who ran the risk of looking like a fool when he announced and carried out his plan of attack on Jericho, march around the city, blow the trumpet, and shout, and the walls will come down. Now, come on. I said that today. Anyway, y'all be at come see me in the loony thing. Looney thing. They to lock me up. Go away the key. It's a crazy. You know, march around the city, blow the trumpet, and shout, and the walls will come down. Yeah, right, they're saying. But, 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 guess what day it is? By faith, this <laughs> is humor, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they encircled for seven days. Now, who, 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 how you like me now, Joshua said. No, you say that. Hebrews 11 30. Joshua had to explain to his army what must have seemed like a strange directive, but he did it by faith. I allude in a previous lesson to Jesus' temptation by Satan in the wilderness, which he overcame by faith. Thank you, Jesus. By the word, word of God in Deuteronomy. If your spiritual survival depends on how well you knew the book of Deuteronomy, how long would you last? That's a powerful reminder that all scripture is given by inspiration of God 
and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Second Timothy 3.16. Y'all check that out. Read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. My God, my God. Woo, time to move on here. All right, let's move on. The possession, the possession of the shield of faith. How do we acquire such devil-defeating faith? How do we acquire such devil-defeating faith? How do we acquire such faith? First and foremost, we have to take up the shield ourselves. Nobody can do it for you. Yes, faith is the gift of God, but it is a gift we have to put to you ourselves. Brother, sister, you got to use it yourself. Learn how to use it. Thank you, Jesus. The account in Hebrews 11, as well as from Jesus' experience in the wilderness, proves that point. The word of God referred to in Ephesians 6 and 17 as our offense weapon is not the Bible. Let me read that again. I'll be talking my father said, don't read the Bible. I ain't said that. The word of God referred to in Ephesians 6 and 7 as our offensive weapon is not the Bible, the logos of God, but the rhema, everybody say rhema, rhema, the truth or sayings of God. We don't throw the Bible at the devil in spiritual warfare, but we defeat him by our faith in the revealed work truth of God needed for that particular situation. The Bible is the armory of God where all the weapons are stored. For our weapons are not cardinal, but they are mighty unto God to the pulling down of strongholds. They're stored, oh my God, in God's armory. Armory. But the sword of the Spirit is each individual's truth found in the armory that we are used, that we use to defeat Satan in any given setting. When we use the shield of faith, we exercise. We don't like to exercise nothing. We exercise faith in the area of a vulnerability. When Satan attacks, we defend ourselves by faith in a particular truth of God. Y'all getting this? Getting it to make it grow. That is consistent with what Paul wrote about faith in Romans 10 and 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word, the rhema word of God, the secret to gaining a larger and stronger shield of faith is to 
memorize scriptures that addresses the chinks or the uh, blanks or the missing links in our armor, the places in life we are most vulnerable spiritually and emotionally. Then, when attacks in those areas come, we have the rhema of God in hand to defeat the enemy. You can't beat the devil talking. Whether your area of vulnerability or worry about finances, anger, envy, lust, discouragement, whatever they are, God has a word for that area toward which you can direct your faith. Get this. Bulletin. Faith is not simply a passive idea. It is acting upon belief. Faith is decision and action and resolution. Faith is saying, yes, I believe Christ is the truth. He is my righteousness. He is my peace. Therefore, this and this and this and this must follow. And when you say, therefore, you move from belief, you move from belief into faith. Faith is particularizing. It is taking the general truth and applying it to specific situations, saying, if this is true, then this must follow. And that is the shield of faith. Woo! Can't you see? In order to hold up the shield of faith, you must know what you believe. And that kind of faith comes from knowing the word, Rima, of God, Romans 10 and 17. All right, all right. All right, got a few more minutes. I'm going to get ready to close with it. I think we're going to do this tonight. All right. All right. Lastly, the principles of the shield of faith. The principles of the shield of faith. I believe there are two principles bound up in this idea of a shield of faith. One, focusing on the source of your faith and the, and two, the strength of your faith. Okay? Focus on the source of your faith. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, stop focusing on any nearest you need I Isaiah. You need to go you need that. You need an eye exam right now. Spiritual eye exam. A spiritual eye exam. Spiritual cataract. You can't focus. The perception. Focus on the source of your faith. Faith is not in faith. 
Y'all get that? Faith is not in faith. Faith is in the integrity and the promises of God. Mm -hmm. As Hebrews 12 and 2 puts it, we are to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who is, who we look to, who we focus, Jesus. Why? Because he's the author. He wrote it. He has a copyright. And he is the finisher of our faith. Alpha and Omega. Faith is only as good as the object toward which it is directed. Wow. In the case of a Christian faith, the object is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who has promised never to leave us nor to forsake us. Matthew 28 and 20 and Hebrews 11, uh, Hebrews 13 and 5. Amen. And the next part of that, fortify, fortify the strength, fortify the strength, fortify the strength of your faith. After we've done, done all, everything we've done said here, fortify the strength of your faith. Strengthening anything, body, mind, spirit, is accomplished the same way. Exercise. Exercise. Exercise your faith. The more you do, the more you strengthen and the fortify your strength. The strength of your faith. We have no shortage of opportunities to trust God in moments of spiritual challenge. Our challenge is to exercise our faith in God and his word. No soldier's shield will accomplish its purpose unless it is taken up and put to use. You don't use it, you will lose it. And the devil will beat you up every time. He'll cause you to lose out every single time. Yes, he will. Well, that's it, folks. Amen. That's it. That's it. We just got two more minutes. Amen. Just want to remind you after uh, this series is over, we've got uh, three more topics to go. And then we'll be starting in on our next series on. Fruit of the Spirit. Take each one of them. One, one at a time. And once we finish the Fruit of the Spirit, we'll be announcing our next series. Amen. We want to get the Word of God in your richly. Amen. So it help you to grow. Amen. That's what the Apostles' job is and all those of the Bible. 
evangelists, some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints. In other words, it's shaping you up, educating you, bringing you to maturity, helping you to grow. That's our job. Amen. You all come into the knowledge, amen, of the truth. And that's why God set us in the church for such a purpose as that, and certainly for such a time as this. Amen. Time out for hooping and howling. Amen. People need to know, amen, about their uh, walk and how to walk, like they should walk. Amen. I haven't should have told it. Amen. I'm going to get it straight from the hip. Amen. I'm going right, 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 right from his throne to right to you. Amen. And I'm the first partaker. That's right. Amen. We thank God tonight, amen, for what the kids have heard, amen, looking to do bigger and better things in 2015. God told me 2015 is a year of exposure. Talking about leaders. Amen. I don't get into that now. Well, if you enjoyed, amen, and this program has been a benefit to you, amen, the Bible Enrichment Hour, Amen. We'd love to hear from you. Good, bad, and different, whatever you got to say. Amen. We'd like to hear from you. Amen. To sit down, dot us a line. Amen. By the old snail mail. Amen. And I'm going to give you our email address, too. Amen. You want to email us a letter, a correspondence, or whatever. Amen. And certainly, if you want to send us a donation to help, amen, with some of the things we're trying to do. Amen. We are under the New Covenant International Churches of Deliverance when the founder and chief apostle. Amen. We thank God for that. Amen. We're building, we're building, we're building. Amen. Not building, but people. Amen. We're building people. Amen. Turning lives around, one life at a time, one family at a time, one community at a time, one nation at a time. Amen going globally as well. Amen. Doing it one at a time. Amen. Not look out here trying to build great uh, uh, sanctuaries and all of this stuff. We want to use it for upbuilding of the kingdom of God. Amen. Please send your correspondence and your donations too. Simply such because it's such a long name. Uh, you can make your check or whatever payment too. R period, S period, C period, O period, D period. That's Refreshing Spring Church of Deliverance. Amen. P.O. Box 8006. 806. P.O. Box 806. That's Latson, South Carolina, 29456-0806. Amen. And if you want to give us a call, you can reach us at 843 Seven two seven five six. You may send us by. You may fax us. If you care to send us a fax at area code eight four three six nine five eight seven eight one. Amen. You want to email us? You may do so at rscod dot sc at gmail dot com. Our website is now being constructed. Amen. Once it's finished. Amen. We will be releasing that to you as well. Amen. Working on our Facebook page. Amen. For the ministry as well.
working on that for us. Thank God for them. Amen. God is moving, doing great things, amen, for which we are glad. Well, that's about it. Amen. All minds are clear. Amen. We won't have anything to say. We look to the Lord. Father God, we just thank you again for allowing us to come on the airways today, oh God, to share a word with your people, God, things that will help us grow, amen, so we can go from earth to glory, amen. We just thank you tonight once again, oh God, we ask that you dismiss us here, oh God, for not from your presence, truly bring us back at the appointed time, which will be Monday night, amen, at 7 o'clock, right here on TalkShoot, amen. We just thank you again. Those on the call, Lord God, I'm asking you to bless them in a special way. Lord, let there be absolutely no lack in their home, anywhere they need. Oh God, bless them richly, oh God. For this, we thank you, and with this, we're in the call. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.